Now, when I say, you know, just open up a business and leave, you know, I think some people may get the wrong idea. This is not like just get rich quick and hire a bunch of people and just hope it works. No, we're talking about providing good, solid treatments for the patients, having a wonderful place to work for the employees offering those employees wonderful health insurance, vision insurance, dental insurance, 401k with a match, paid time off, paid vacations. I mean, the employees are very, very important. You have to take care. When you have your own business and employees, you've got to take care of people. Solid, Solid. sustaining, and successful. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast with your host, Kyle Meads, speech and language pathologist. Listen, learn, and prosper as we share our experience and knowledge so that you can improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. This is episode number 29. My name is Kyle Meads, and I'm a speech pathologist since 1993. And these podcasts are designed to help you improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thanks again for all the emails and all the questions. And as of today, today's Friday, August the 25th, 2017, we have well over 19,614 listeners to the show. And it's just really nice to have you guys on board. Now, when you look at that number around the world, you'll see most of those listeners are coming in from the United States, but we have about 1,500 listeners in Japan, about 895 in Australia. We've got some in the United Kingdom and Canada and Germany and India and South Africa, and there's also some in the Bahamas. So it's just really nice to see you guys out there getting this valuable information. Now, when you look at the geography, more specifically the United States, uh, right now top in the list is California. Then we have Texas and New York and Florida and Arizona and Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. So I know that you guys are getting good value out there, and the value is what you you get in the absence of money and these podcasts are free for you. So if you don't mind, can you help me help other people by just going simply to iTunes and leaving some good five-star feedback on iTunes? That way other people can find the podcast easier. Now I wanted to jump in on this episode and answer a question. There's a listener, her name is Nancy. She sent an email, more specifically a speak pipe through the contact webpage, privateslp.com. You're able to send me a voicemail. So she had some questions and let's listen to that now. Hi, Kyle. My name is Nancy. Um, currently, I'm a full-time bilingual SLP. Um, so I just, I'm really, really wanting to do my own thing. I think I, I would love it. I think I'd be great at it. I have a good feeling that this is what I want to do in the next few years. So specifically within the next six months, I want to get something going, pick up my first client. So I just have a few questions. Where do I find information regarding my state laws about licensure, um, any sort of insurance, that kind of information, legal stuff? Where can I find the rates for Medicaid reimbursement? Thank you so much for your time. Okay. Thanks for the question, Nancy. And I've got a 
bunch of answers for you, and I really thought the listeners to the show would get some good uh, information from this as well. And if you go back to other episodes at privateslp.com and you click on the podcasting tab there, you'll see a list of all the previous uh, podcasts. And early on, we were talking about starting up and, you know, if you're ready for speech therapy, private practice, that was episode number two. Uh, Number three, how to transition into speech therapy, private practice. Number five, your first speech therapy office. Number six, six principles for business growth. Each one of those podcasts address some of your question. And so I'm going to break it down a little bit further for you. But when it comes to your state law, you definitely want to get licensed in the state that you're going to be practicing. So you want to get your state licensure and also you want to get your ASHA certification and go ahead and through the ASHA website, you can be included in their pro search. So that'll help you with your marketing because there's really no certain law. There's no law you need to follow besides being a licensed practitioner in the state that you're going to practice in and also being a member of you know, the American Speech and Hearing Association. And also you want to get your professional and general liability. Professional liability will cover you in case there's something like a professional issue in your treatment. Let's say, for example, you're working with a swallowing dysphagia patient and something happens. And that's why you have professional liability insurance. Then you also need general liability insurance if you're going into people's homes or if they're coming to your office, you want to have general liability insurance to cover any issues that arise, especially in your office. Now, the legal stuff, you want to worry about credentialing and contracting if you want to take third-party payers or private insurance and you want to worry about that billing. So again, we just had a webinar with the listeners in the all-access community. If you go to privatesop.com forward slash coaching, there is a section there to sign up for the all-access forum. And we have some really nice people in this forum right now. One of the ladies owns a very large private practice in California. There's another lady who owns a private clinic and she is doing well. There's also another person who is doing teletherapy. So you're really coming for the content, but staying for the community. We're working together, helping each other out. So if that interests you, again, privatesop.com forward slash coaching. That way uh, you can have direct access to me and direct access to all our systems and forms that we use in our clinic. But we are just now talking about the billing and credentialing and collections in the private SLP community. So that's something you may want to look into. You need a city license to practice. So for your particular city, you want to apply and get a license, a city license, so you can hang that in your office to be compliant. And as far as rates, you know, you can work with Medicaid patients. You know, if you search, Google search your own state, for instance, the state of Texas, Medicaid reimbursement rates for speech therapy, you should find a website that will give you the rates for the CPT code 92507. And so all of that can be found 
normally on the Medicaid website of the state where you're going to be practicing. Also, too, as far as the, quote, legal stuff, you definitely want to have access to an attorney because there will be legality issues that will arise. And so when you're signing contracts and let's say you're negotiating your lease and you want someone who's knowledgeable to look at your lease and make sure everything is working well, reading well, you want to have access to an attorney. And again, we talk about all these questions in the all-access community at privateslp.com forward slash coaching and we would love to see you there. So if you would like to go ahead and join, the price is very low right now and that will be going up in January, January 1st, 2018. But for those listeners who sign up now, your price will never increase. It's going to stay the same. And this is where you can learn from me. I'm logged in every single day. I answer all the questions from the community. And if there's something you want to know about and you don't see it listed in the form. The great news is I'll create it for you. I want to help you guys succeed, learn, grow, and prosper and develop and just scale your own speech therapy private practice. So I wanted to talk today about the travel test. Now, what is a travel test? Recently, you know, we're kind of moving from the summer into the fall schedule and my son and I and uh, my family, we've been taking a lot of trips this summer. It's just really nice to have my own business so I can do that. I can spend some time with him during the summer while he's still an 11 year old. It's just really a wonderful time in his life. But every year we go to the North Shore, Oahu. We stay up around Sunset Beach, across from Ted's Bakery, around Pipeline. We're always enjoying ourselves. And I did do some content when my son and the family, when they were sleeping, I was making some content and some webinars for the members of the All Access community at privateslp.com forward slash coaching. And also, too, I had some pictures from that trip posted on a few episodes recently. But we also went from Hawaii to the Bahamas. So we were able to take a three-day cruise. I've never really taken a cruise before. So it was something new to me. We took a plane ride from Tucson down to Miami and boarded on a Friday and came back on a Monday. So it was really interesting. I swore that I would never do a cruise, but I made it through. I'm not a drinker, so I ate a lot. I'm still doing that vegan diet thing. So uh, they had some good selections, and I I hate to say it, but I drink a lot of Coca-Cola. That's my big, big downfall, right? But my son and I and his buddy, we played a lot of basketball and all those games that they have on the boats. We played a lot of bingo and just went to the open night karaoke stuff. My son thought that was great. We actually met the drummer for, there was a band at one time. I don't know about you youngins out there, but us uh, older people know who Jefferson Airplane is. We met the drummer for Jefferson Airplane, or was it Jefferson Starship? One of those two, but we met the drummer. He was a really cool guy, and I played the drums. I used to march in the LSU band at Louisiana State University when I went to school back in the day with Shaquille O'Neal. But, you know, I love drums, and so you know, I recognize this guy. I'm like, oh, there's the drummer. So it was cool. And then after that, we went to Mexico. Now, we didn't do all this stuff back to back to back, but I was able to get away for a week at a time. And when I was away, I was able to 
make sure the business passed the travel test. So what is the travel test, right? I'm sure you guys are wondering. Well, the travel test is a way for you to check your business to see if you, number one, own your own job or two, own your own business. Now, if you own your own job, you're probably just trading time for money. So your business may not pass the travel test. What is a job? A job is when you have to be there to see the clients and to make the revenue to pay your expenses and your expenses are your rent, your electricity, your insurance, like the listener, Nancy, she was talking about general liability, professional liability. All those are expenses, payroll, taxes, all of that stuff. You want to be able to afford that every month so you can stay in business because our main goal when we have a private practice is to stay profitable so we can serve more consumers and also provide a great place to work. And that's how you do it. Now, if you go away and you're not making any money to pay your expenses, again, you just own your own job. But if you own your own business, you have people and places ready to go. You've got processes, you've got systems in place. And again, we discuss all these systems in the all access community at privateslp.com. So if that interests you, I really suggest you join up now before those prices increase here in January. But again, you don't want to own your own job. You want to have your own business. Now, when I say, you know, just open up a business and leave, you know, I think some people may get the wrong idea. This is not like just get rich quick and hire a bunch of people and just hope it works. No, we're talking about providing good, solid treatments for the patients, having a wonderful place to work for the employees, offering those employees wonderful health insurance, vision insurance, dental insurance, 401k with a match, paid time off, paid vacations. I mean, the employees are very, very important. You have to take care. When you have your own business and employees, you've got to take care of people. And so it doesn't mean you can open up shop and just disappear. No, that's not what I'm saying. But this private practice has taken many, many, many years to build, to grow, to scale. And we're really good at what we do. So we all deserve a break. So all I'm saying is when you start your own speech therapy practice, when you start growing and scaling your own speech therapy private practice, you want to make systems, put those systems in place where you can check and recheck and make sure that you can tweak those systems from time to time. And having time away from the office, i.e. the travel test, it's a wonderful way to do that. Now, why would somebody want to do this? It's the only way to see if your business can function by itself. And again, if it's not self-supporting, then you only own your own job. So again, trading time for money is a job, but a business is self-supporting. There's systems in place. There's people in place as far as referrals and follow-up and scheduling, you know, office manager, employees, payroll, all that stuff needs to be looked after when the owner is away. So this is something that I've been thinking about a lot too, because, you know, things do come up from time to time and I say, hmm, that's something I really need to tweak in the system. So when I go away next time, 
those problems when they arise, they can be taken care of and dealt with appropriately. So, you know, it's just something to think about when you're just starting out. Now, if you've already got your own speech therapy private practice and you're growing it, you want to make sure that you can duplicate these principles from person to person in the office. For example, if you go back to one of the podcasts called The Noah Principle, you'll see how you can make sure that you can co-train and cross-train employees to perform a certain task. So if one person is gone or that key person is away, then somebody else can jump in there and take that task. Because the last thing you want, when you get to a certain level, you want to be proactive rather than reactive. So again, these systems are in place for a reason. And that is so you can own your own speech therapy business and not just a job. So I hope this has been a great episode for you guys, the travel test and also answering questions. As always, if you have questions about speech therapy, private practice, how to start it, how to grow it, how to scale it, just hit me up, privateslp.com forward slash contact. You can send me an email or you can do what Nancy did and send me a voicemail via the SpeakPipe application. And as always, if you want to scale and grow your own practice and you just want help and you want to be a member of a functioning community of like-minded people. I mean, don't do this alone. Don't do it alone. We've, there's people out there to help you. People come for the content, but they stay for the community. And that's what we do at the All Access Forum at privatesop.com. Just go have a look. And if there's anything I can do, let me know. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. For more information on Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup or to stay connected with Kyle, please visit privateslp.com. 